hear me today like you have never heard me. I want you, number one, hear my heart. Hear my heart. And what I'm going to speak today is going to kind of stir up for a good reason. And help us to understand why we must not <clears throat> be a part of some of the things that are happening in society. The Bible tells us, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is what? Old things what? <clears throat> and all things become what? And you notice, old things pass away, all things become new. That's the transition that is taking place in society. Humanity is experiencing some things they've never, ever experienced. Jesus spoke of it. He said, the days are going to come, we're going to have such a turbulence, a, a, a trouble in life that man's never seen before. And there is a religious de debate. Is this the judgment of God? Religious debate. Uh, is this the end time? Well, we've been in the end times from the beginning. But we're more closer to the end time than ever before. The end time doesn't mean things end completely. It means one end once again. It's like when one dies, he lives again. He lives again in some... You ready? Okay. So he or she that dies in this natural side of life lives again in the other side of life. I know there's a lot of debate about, you see on Facebook posting lately, rest in peace, uh, rest in heaven, heavenly, happily heavenly birthday. You know, I hate, hate to have, have to do this. I got to you know, you look at the scripture, no one goes to heaven right now. There is a place when they go where they don't serve God. The story of the rich man and Lazarus, Lazarus and the rich man, those rich man to have a name, he had a name, but it was, it was insignificant when he died. The Lazarus name was still Lazarus, even alive and dead. Y'all gotta go back and read the scripture. So Lazarus is, has died along with the rich man. Rich man had his fame and fortune when he was on the earth. His fame and fortune had no meaning when he departed. So the brothers can say, uh, rest in peace. But he wasn't. He said himself, I'm being tormented here. I'm tortured here. It's out, it's the other way he said, it's out of control. And there's nothing I can do about it. The Bible said, Lazarus never spoke a word. And never said Lazarus came and talked to the rich man. Never did Lazarus talk to Abraham. It's just that Lazarus was in, a, in, in the bosom of Abraham. He was comfortable. He was taking care of And do a part called rebellion. Spirit. Such something happened that was worse than 9 11. When your own country turns on Unheard of. Not natural. It, 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 was, it was one of the most, I say, in my time frame of life, the most wicked thing I ever saw on national television. But some justified, and some was appalled. All should have been. And some made it a color, a race thing. I call it evil. See, evil has no color. Evil has no gender. It's just evil. And evil does this. It brings about influence to influence others to do life. You all remember the, when Isaiah the prophet and Jesus said himself, he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Jesus said, I saw him fall like lightning. Isaiah said, 
Sunday in the morning. Why have I fallen? She said, I saw Satan fall like light. One witness based on what was told to him, the prophet. One told it based on being. Question is, who report do you believe? The prophet says, Oh, Lucifer, why the um, start of the morning? Why has thou fallen? Thy said in thy heart, I'm going to exalt myself above the heaven, above the high, most high, I'm going to be like the most. And Jesus says, I saw Satan fall. In fact, can someone find that for me? It's in the, it's in the New Testament. You, you're Bible scholar. Go ahead and Google it. You have to. You know, I'm not against Google. Only time against Google when y'all try to come up with information that y'all know what y'all talking about. No. So in the book of the New Testament, somewhere it says, Jesus says, I saw Satan. This is fresh because I need to get a chance to research this. He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I mean, the lightning is fast. And normally for the meteorology, meteorology, you all know when there's a lightning strike or thunder, that's normally a lightning. And when lightning is short, it strikes something. It hits something. Anybody been close to a lightning strike? And it, like, is that you hit your car? You hit the way you were. Ooh, it shook you. That's how fast Satan fell from heaven. No one found that yet. Read, read it. Read it loud for me. Look what. Luke ten eighteen. Somebody read that real loud. Whoever got a mic, whoever can read it loud, read it loud. Luke ten chapter verse eighteen. So get your scriptures, get your Bibles, or get your, your electronic device, and you all follow me. Outside, what we're gonna post on the on the screen. I want you to follow me. By, I said earlier, I said, please hear my heart. I say, hear his heart. I'm going to not only speak from the level of the heart of a pastor, I'm going to speak from the theology of my training and my teaching. That I will give you accurate information for the betterment of your decision of your soul. Somebody say my soul say. So in the book of John, correct? Luke, Luke, Luke chapter 10, 18. 10, 18. Read that for me, please. And he said unto them, I beheld. In fact, go, go to verse. The verse before that. What are the verse? Seventeen. Yeah. What does it say? And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, "Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through Thy name." Even the what? The devils. Now, prior to when Jesus made this statement, He sent the disciples who who down the road become apostles. An apostle is one that's actually had an encounter with Christ. That we got such a a, a complex with this apostleship stuff. It should be a ship out of here because they made it to become the God a man and he says they come to him and he says Lord basically what you told us to do the demon that we encountered based on your name and under your power under your jurisdiction they were subject to us not subject to them prior to Christ but subject to him along with Christ which means you cannot overcome the enemy without Christ. You cannot defeat this world system on your education, marriage, or your own of your financial stability. You only overcome the enemy through Christ. Remember, he went to the cross and not your money. He went to the cross and not your social uh, 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 commitments, your, your social status. It was him on the cross, dying on the cross, raising. From the dead, that he defeated the enemy, that gave us also the authority to defeat him also. But as long as he was alive, the devil was subject to the, to the disciple because Jesus had already commissioned them. That's why you need to be very careful who sends you out. 
You got to be very careful who, who, who call themselves, who place their hands on you. You got to be very careful what voices you listen to. Everything on Facebook is not for you to hear. And neither to watch. Now read on. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Who beheld Satan? Now who, who's the best testimony than the Savior himself? He knew him in the heavens. He was created by his father. And people ask the question, well, why? If God knew that the devil was going to do what he was going to do, why did God create him? Well, you had to ask God that when you, when you, if you make it see him now. But history says that everything God made was good. This, the evil is a result of a person making a decision. Sin is a decision maker. Telling a lie is a decision maker. To steal is a decision maker. To, to, to create an atmosphere that's not conducive for a believer or a righteous person who's supposed to be a righteous person who yields to the flesh or desire their flesh, it is a maker decision. No one makes you do anything. But you can be persuaded. You can be forced, the right word, to do something. Anybody been in that position? You didn't want to do that, but you got into doing it. And then you look back, man, I was stupid for doing it. You know, some of y'all, y'all, some of y'all would drop, like, you know, you know take packages for people that you're supposed to be taking. Mewling. Everybody got quiet now. All the mulers do like this. <laughs> it's mulers. Now, if you're a current mule, if you're current, you need to come to the altar right now, stand before this shield. And let me speak your word over you. Read that verse again. Continue to read. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Fall from heaven. Behold. He fall from heaven, which means Satan's dwelling place was with the heavenly host. He wasn't on earth. His dwelling place was in the heaven. He was called a bright morning star. He was a cherubim. He was the one that that orchestrated the, the worship and praise before the Father. He was God's most beautiful angel that he created. He created for one purpose, was to worship and send forth to worship to him. That's all he was created for. He wasn't created to be evil. So God doesn't do evil. He doesn't tempt with evil. So no one can ever say, I was tempted by the, by the Lord. No, the Lord never tempts you with sin. He don't put sin before you to see you're going to fall for it. He already knows you're human. In this flesh, you'll do it. What he put before you is the righteousness of him to make the righteous decision. But when we come short of the glory of God, it's because we made a choice. We allow ourselves to be subdued. We got pulled in. Tell somebody, don't get pulled in. Will you read? Continue, please. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Who gives us power? God. Jesus says, Behold, I give you, I ordain you with power. What's in me, I place in you. But what I'm going to do in what I'm going to place in you is that when I leave and depart this side of this earth or this world, there's a third person of the creator of the Godhead who's going to come and he's going to lead you to all truth. question is, are you following the truth? Are we following man theology? Man ideology? Are we following God's true divine call? He said, 
He shall lead you to all, not some, but all. Only time it's not all true is because you make a decision as a decision maker not to follow all truth. Whom you hear your members to whom you serve. So what happened on this day of January 6th, the insurrection was a result of people making a decision to act out of character. They were seduced. They were, they were drawn to do something that they ordinarily wouldn't have probably never have done. Like us today, we get drawn to things that we know all they probably wouldn't do, but because we find ourselves in a bad place or operating darkness, we find ourselves doing darkness. Darkness and light cannot consist, insist in, but cannot uh, exist in the same time. It's darkness in the room, but it's overtaken by the light. That's what I just said. But it's dark in this room. No, it's not dark. It's shallow. The lights are dim. But the light is, is brighter than the dark. You and I have to be conscious of our entertainment, who we associate with, who we communicate with, who we listen to, who we inject, who, who we allow to, to depart in our lives. Nobody about to say, let no man lay on no man. Don't go to everybody Facebook conference. All of a sudden, we got a lot of Facebook renegades, rebels coming forth. And because we are not studying the scripture like we're supposed to, and we're waiting for a Sunday morning fit, you got six days of layover. And you wonder why you feel spiritual jack leg. Y'all is on. You got to spend time in this thing. You got to know who you are. Don't need man to compliment you. You got to learn how to build your own self up. Can't wait for the prophet, the pastor, to give you a word. You got to say, Lord, what would, what would you have me to know today? And there's a lot of false prophets in the land. And Jesus spoke of that. In fact, in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, look at Matthew, chapter 12, verse 43 to 45. When you go there, I'm going to read two definitions of scripture real quickly. Definition word. The first word is seduce. The second word is rebel. Somebody say rebel. In fact, let's go to the word seduce. The word seduce is to attract or lead someone away from behave from proper behavior or thinking. To attract or lead someone away from proper behavior or thinking. Sometimes you hear the word seduce. First thing people think about is sexual. We're not talking about sexual. We're talking about being pulled away from a standard of proper behavior that you already know. That's why your parents would tell you when we go to these people's house. Don't you ask for nothing. You be starving. Don't ask for nothing. Then why are you taking me over there? You know I'm hungry. I'm sorry. I'm being from the past. Did I eat before I left home? But that was the time our parents would tell us when we go certain places, don't do certain things. And don't hang out with certain kids. Who their mama and them are? No, in the South, mama and them. Who their mama and them is? Who they folk? Because it was important to know who the folks were because those people would determine how they would affect you and affect you. We sound like they was over the top telling us, you know, who their parents are because sometimes those parents had some things going on that you didn't want your children to be a part of. The Bible clearly said there were times God told them, have no fellowship with these people. But God, all your people, your children, well, they're my children if they serve me. Because they're on the earth, I mean, they, they belong to God. Because that was time we were alienated from God. 
It's through salvation, through acceptance of him in our heart. We become the sons of God, the children of God, and not little God. Children of God. Children of God, not little God. Tell you that, you're not a little God. And the word rebel has three defining meanings that I, I want you to get. Number one, it is to refuse allegiance to and oppose by force an established government or ruling authority. It is to what? Refuse allegiance to and oppose. What happened on, on, this, on, that, on that particular day? The people refused to the allegiance. They opposed. Number two, it's to resist or defy an authority or a generally accepted convention. Thirdly, it's to feel or express strong unwillingness or repugnance, which is intense disgust. Think about it. It is to feel or express strong unwillingness or repugnance. This is what happened on, on, the, on the insurrection day. These people, black, white, Spanish, all who was there, show a defiance for established order. And it appeared that they got away with it. I mean, no, we don't get away with nothing. That's a ripple of a heart. One person lost their life. Many got injured. And because it wasn't dealt with the way it should have been dealt with, we got some of these, uh, these capital policemen who will start committing suicide. It was, a, it was a treacherous day. When your own country turns against you. Nothing uncommon in America. Always done stupid. Under the name of Jesus. Or better under the name of religion. Never down to Jesus is under religion. So Jesus says this. He said, I want you to look at Matthew chapter 12, 43. He says, He says, Now when the unclean spirit has gone out of a man, it roams through waterless, dry, arid, and places in, in search of rest, but it does not find it. Then it says, It says, The individual spirit, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it arrives, it finds the place what? Unoccupied, what? Swept, and what? And put in order. Then it goes and brings with its, uh, brings with its what? Five, three, a twin, seven, which means a limb of completion. He brings seven other spirits, more what? More wicked than himself. The word wicked means twisted. And they go in and they and make their home there. They go where? They go in. No, it didn't say they ask for permission. They go in. Be careful who you hang out with. Be careful who you lolly dolly with. Be careful you're talking about this, this blood. Blood will get you in trouble. How many of no family can get you in trouble? Talk about them boyfriend, don't talk about girlfriend, cell phone. What's the new thing we came on the market? What was it? The mask. Don't talk about the mask. What was it? Don't talk about the vaccine. Don't add no, yeah, okay. Anyway, then it goes, then it goes, uh, brother uh, uh, Derek, Derek. Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they go in and Make their home there. They say they go in and become their house, become their home. The difference between a, home, a house and a home. Do I get it? What's the difference between a house and a home? A home is where it's an investment is yours. A house is where you just you know you occupy. 
then you pay rent. You have a rent at home, but you can make it a home. But if you got a house mentality, it's just a house. You don't value it. It's not there's no investment for you. It's just a place to occupy. Until the next opportunity. Especially when they did it, don't pay no rent for, for the last 15 months. So those, those, those houses were folks. So got a home, got investment in it. Get concerned. So he says, he make their departure that put him out the first time. He comes back with a vengeance. He said, you got away by giving me excellent the first time. But I see you not occupied. I see you still empty. I see you still playing. You know, a little, a little levy on the, on, the, on the side. You know, a little this and that. You know. Huh? A little, a little toddy. I can't hold it. A little toddy. A little mind for the stomach's sake. Ain't that wrong with your stomach? See, we can justify when we want to do something. And little you know, it's having an impact on your life spiritually. Anything that affects you spiritually is going to affect you naturally. If you smoke, one day you get cancer. If you drink, one day you may have liver. Uh, what do you call it? The rush of the liver. This is a, it's a side effect of everything. But we choose what we're going to be with. Worth the side effect. And y'all got quiet. I know they're wrong, but I'm going to take my chance. God, you know my heart. <laughs> Everything God knows your heart, but you know your heart, you tell him, don't, don't do that part of your heart. You're talking about being subdued. And it says, in the last condition of that man becomes worse than the first, so will it also be with this wicked generation. The latter days will be worse than the former days. People become more Apt to do them than do him. I'm not talking about those out there. You all in here. Because y'all can be something. You know better, but you choose not to do better. You know what's right, but for the convenience of flesh, fulfillment, you do what's wrong. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to do right. Hmm? Yeah. As crazy as it sounds, but we sing it with a melody and believe it. Ah, but he says in the last condition of that man, that individual becomes worse than the first. So you got delivered from this stronghold of darkness. I'm not just going to say sin. I'm going to say darkness. Because we all battle with sin daily. We all sin. We all come short of the glory of God. But we strive to be righteous. He that says he has no sin, he's a lie. But I don't sin. Yes, you do. Yes, then. You just sin because you say you didn't. We all do something that we shouldn't be doing. That's a sin unto death. That's a sin unto death. But it's still a sin. There are some things you do now that you don't do that you have done. That's something you won't ever do because it's not in your character to do it, but that's something you already done that was already in your character. How many consider some things I've done I don't do no more? Okay, let me ask a simple question. How many of y'all know how to curse? 
I'm gonna see your hand. I'm gonna see if you okay. When okay, what stops you from cursing? Choice. You start being pulled in by every now and then. Oh, oh, glory to God. Keep me, Jesus. See, Michael Jackson had a song by the man in the mirror. It's a reflection of who he was. Y'all was dancing to it. <laughs> but, you know, it's something about the man in the mirror. You can't forget him. And when you see him, see him for who he is. Don't pretend what you see that you don't see it. Don't pretend there's some things in your life that's not, that, that's, that are there. They are there. But you guys got to help you with those things. The enemy wants to, he wants to fool you to believe that whatever you do wrong is under grace. Here you the very script that God says, God forbid, and you it make you think it's forbid. It's, 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 uh, it's okay to do. you hear your members choose whom you serve. Again, I'm gonna say in my heart. And it says in the last condition that man becomes worse than the first. You ever did something, you got out of it, and because you didn't stop it, you did it again, it got worse, it got more complicated, more harder not to do it. A little dudge in something. Indulging, 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 indulging in something, which it gets harder not to do. You know, say, for instance, for the singles, you haven't had an uh, intimate relationship with any man or woman, which is the normal. Um, and, and all of a sudden, you start playing with the heat. He knows. Just look straight. That's why I know you're guilty. Body language give you away. Anyway, haven't had that type of in- intimacy or type of fun time in a while. And all of a sudden, you start playing with the heat. It ain't fire yet, heat. You feel a warmth. They'll dodge in the bath. <laughs> the video every now and then. The sex thing. Then the body part. But you know it. How did I get out? How did I get in here? He was playing with the heat. I, people just don't fall in bed. With it's a heated thing. Oh, getting quiet. I mean, it's true. Before you go into a physical relationship with someone, that's a process you go through. It's called grooming. It's called playing, laughing. It's called uh, 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 teasing. You know, just, yeah. Read the scripture. Little love you. Oh. Got your own private Bible study. And the Lord said, and Jesus said, and then. Oh, I'm sorry. How did that? Oh, she come behind you looking over the scripture. Uh, 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 one of them things on your on your back. Yeah. Any man can feel a, a little bubble on his back. What's it called? Okay, chest. Okay, chest. So instead of him moving away, he's just moving a little bit into it. She put a little more pressure on. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter, I'm going let's be transparent. 
If a person walked in and just took all their clothes, you'd be like, what's wrong with you? That, you'd be scared. Like, whoa, 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 sis. <laughs> You're too aggressive. That's, that's too fast. You start thinking, wait, wait a minute. You doing that fast with me? Who have you been with? But if, if it's gradually done, if you gradually subdue, it's like, get away. In the beginning was the word. And the word was. Did you see that? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. I'll be the first to confess. I've been there. See, I'm not telling you something I, I'm not aware. I know how it happened. Because the enemy wants to lure you away from what you know is right. Yeah. I'm, I'm good, chairman. Over uh, your mother, over there having a, 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 a chairman and deacon conversation. That's deep. <laughs> My point is this: is that it all leads to what not supposed to happen, even though it's natural. But it's not natural for you as a man or woman of God because you made a chaste decision. I'm gonna serve Him and wait for Him to send me the right person. But a little leaven, a little, yeah, a little heat. Eventually leads to a blade. Ah, let me try this. How many ever felt the physical, emotional desire of that? The desire to lust. Anybody ever felt lust? Is it possible that it wasn't that you felt it was you? A lot of times we like, I feel lust. No, it was you. But then again, you could feel it because you get it's 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 a it's a part where the enemy uses to seduce you and I. I'm very careful how I hug people. But right now, COVID ain't hugging nobody. All right, they made a hold back on hugging for a while until they get the boost. But my point is this: you feel this. Pull. The question is, are you going to yield to it? Or are you going to resist? If you yield to it today, resist it tomorrow. Yield to it Friday. Resist it Saturday, Sunday morning because you you going to church. But while you're in church, you're thinking about it Sunday evening, past the ninth hour. All of a sudden now, you you're a Sabbath day, Sabbath day worship. <laughs> so it leads to what was supposed to happen, but prior to happen, you got an inkling through the Holy Spirit to guard yourself and not to be there and not to go there and not to say that, not to say that, not to do that, but because you wanted to by your own maker decision choice, it happened. But you want to blame someone else for the fault. So the second stage of this gets worse because now that you have done it again and you've gotten out of it, but you go back to it again, now you become more comfortable. See, conviction is when someone feels within themselves of something they should not do. 
It's not a such thing as your conviction and my conviction. That's the only one conviction of sin. You cannot say your conviction is based on. Uh, here you go, honey. You cannot say your conviction is based on uh, how you feel, based on how others are feeling. Your conviction is based on the righteousness of God. When sin is, is sin is sin, my sin is no different than your sin. It's sin. There's no such thing as that's my conviction. That's your conviction. No, no, conviction of sin is conviction. But when you're in the flesh, you try to justify conviction. Well, I, I didn't do all that, but I did that, but I didn't do all that. It's still, you did something. And the something is still the same as that. Wickedness is wickedness. Twistedness is twisted. And he said, become worse than the first. So will they also be within the wicked generation. In this wicked generation, we see just that. Each generation get wicked and wise. The Bible says, about getting tattooed. It says, you should not mark your body. Reason why? Because the other one that worshiped the other false god, they did likewise. The Egyptian did that. He said, take on none of the Egyptian ways or their behavior. But the Israelite did exact thing God said not to do. So probably I'm going to go to hell for wearing a tattoo. I didn't, I didn't say you're going to hell. I'm just saying the Bible said you're not supposed to. But the Old Testament, well, the Old Testament said you're not supposed to give me a fornication. Well, the New Testament, well, you still do it. The question is, who are you going to serve? The tattoo is not going to see the hell, but the tattoo is a symbol of rebellion. It's a sign of rebellion. That God said not to do it. If you did it out of ignorance, meaning you didn't know before you got saved, that's one thing. But to be saved and you're still tattooing around here, different story. That's your conviction. Well, it ain't your conviction. You don't want you won't let it be your you override what the Holy Spirit is saying not to do. You ever about to do something the Holy Spirit told you not to do, but you did it in a way? Was that your conviction or is that God's convicting you? All right. Well, it's just a flower. Just a rose on my ankle. I mean, listen. At the end of the day, it's kind of like Kim Kardashian says, said, why don't you have a tattoo? Why would you put a tattoo on a Bentley? You can tatty, waddy all up. You want it's up to you. I'm saying, biblically, it speaks about that we shouldn't do these things. It represents the gods that God said you should have no other god before me. The Egyptian did this. It was the mark. It was something that symbolizes uh, what the Egyptian believed in. So God said, "Don't do these practices here." And because they did it, they want to pay the price for it. Y'all still love me? Okay. Prophet, let me go get rid of my tattoo. I didn't say that. I didn't say, I didn't say you got to go get rid of it. That's your past. Something you can't change. You can, but is it going to change the fact that it's already been done? It's under the blood. It's covered. It's not a, it's not a sin to send you to hell. But it's, it's what God said not to do. And all you got to do is understand, what well, God said not to do, we're not supposed to do it. How popular it may be with the world, but it's not popular with God. Who are you serving? God or the world. Who's your allegiance to? God or the world. Who's your commitment to? It's the God or the world. Right? 
And the last condition of that man becomes worse than the first. I have really grown up. I have really grown up. So will it also be with this wicked generation. Somebody say wicked generation. Now, how many have seen wickedness in generation? The young old people says, well, Elder Mike can use him because that one of the people for him. Um, See, the average people like Brother Heron would say to a young person, and the young person look at Brother Reg and say, you know, that, that's old school. But it's not old school. It's called common sense. And common sense is always classified as old school. Uh, old school doing that way. That's old school. No, it's called survival. It's called life lesson. It's called, yes, wisdom. And all that getting, get what? Understanding. Why we don't do it this way? Why we shouldn't do it that way? Because it's going to cause more headache down the road. But when you allow the enemy to seduce you, to rebel against the things of God, you'll find yourself thinking you know better than God. Are you learning anything? But note he says in the last condition, a condition is a, is a situation that once was, but has become new again. The last condition of that person is worse than the first. You're, you're worse off now than you were when your first was going through it. Your escape was not to go back to it. But you were seduced back to it. You was pulled into something that you've been delivered from. It's like they're trying to justify smoking marijuana uh, with different reasons. Smoking marijuana is not going to sin to hell. It's not a sin. But it's against the law. If it's against the law, it becomes unrighteous. And it violates the law of the land. And God said we're supposed to submit to the law of the land. Not law of the land sin. Law of the land that is established that will be done right. No. So probably say I can go smoke my marijuana. I didn't tell you go smoke the marijuana. You're, you said your marijuana. I didn't say if it's your marijuana, you mean you still got something? Can we identify what we already have? Correct? You mean I get rid of my whiskey? No. Well, you already got it. What are they going to call Shirley Temple? What, 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 what kind of Shirley Temple? Whatever. Did I drink? I see. Y'all tell I don't drink. What do they call it? Blood, no, the little cocoa, the little, the little, the little fun drink. Bloody Mary. No, the, the, the one that slushy kind, the slushy kind. Margarita. Margarita night. Is a COVID, is a vaccine, is a COVID going on? You going to get your margarita? Honey, honey, give me margarita. Not to be offensive to my, 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 my Hispanic family. But the Margarita night, knowing that drinking leads you to fall away from the things that you need not to do, you shouldn't go to Margarita night. Am I right? If something is a hindrance to you, you shouldn't go around that. If gambling was an addition for you, you shouldn't be around people that talk about gambling. It's your stronghold. The gambling doesn't see the hell, but it hinders you in the natural style. 
There's nothing we do. It's not hell driven. It's just a stumbling block. I'm not against people playing the lottery. But they justify by playing the lottery that you, you money for the education. I haven't seen nobody go to college free. I'm the lottery, yeah. It's hope, hope, yeah. They're down to make it more hard to get hope. So hopeless. You playing hope, but it's hopeless. But the lottery is not hell bounding. There's no scripture that says playing the lottery is a sin. Because there's no, there's no scripture base for that. There's no sin to play the lottery. It only becomes an issue when you play the lottery and it takes away from your family. And it causes more harm than help. That's when it's a problem. I'm not justifying because I'm quite sure if anybody won the lottery, everybody get in line and say, hey, I... If I won the lottery... That's my prophet. Don't talk about my men of God. I see my breakthrough coming through. Oh, Jesus. And it be debt free now. I'm going to look at the tie record first. Oh, you made one dollar for the Okay, here's your dime. And in the last condition, that man becomes worse than the first, so will he also be with this wicked generation. So the, the brother Reggie is hearing, or telling the younger generation, listen, don't drive that trailer fast, Chandler. Never get used to it. Never take it for granted. I, I've driven it one time, but I, I learned when Reggie says, never get comfortable with driving that trailer. Drive it like it's your first time. If not, you're going to be on two wheels lean. Once it ain't lean, once it lean, lean left, it lean right or left. If it lean, it's going to fall over. Everything. But, but, you know, the young gentleman, we kind of got heavy foots now. Feet. Footsy. No, a foot is a foot. You keep going fast, you're going to flip it. See, if I understand, Deacon Reg, you know, but, you know, things are different now. You know, you know, our dynamics. You know, you got you know the wind hits it a certain way. Like it ain't back in the day, it hit it one way, but today it kind of come around the side of it. You know, kind of curve with it. It kind of fit the body of it. Did flip over? Yeah, man, you were right, uh, But see, the young generation tell you, man, you drive that thing fast, man, prove them wrong. Never the devil does. He ever tell you prove somebody wrong. God never said put on one wrong. He said you live a righteous life. Righteous life put the enemy wrong. It is good stuff here. So we all can confess and acknowledge that we've had conditions that have gotten worse because we did not take the time to give attention to them. If you ever got in a bad relationship, you get out of one, you go into another bad relationship, it's a matter of condition of the mind. You didn't evolve. You didn't change. You didn't change your dynamic. He went with the flow of it. How many know flow along, flow along, baby won't get you good? Get you in trouble. Some folks, flow along, flow along, flow along, baby, flow, flow, flow along. And you just feel the flow. Y'all come back, come back. My point this is, 
Something led you to float away from where you're supposed to be. And once you start floating, you got to find a way to reverse this thing back. That's the grace of God. That's the mercy of God. That's the kindness of God. That's the love of God. He allows you to come back from where you left off. He never makes you start over. There's no sin to start over with God. You just pick up where he left. You go back to your first love. He never left you. You left him. He never divorced you. You divorced him. He said, the only thing is, I didn't sign the paper. And when you came to yourself, I'm going back to my home. My, 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 uh, my, hus- my husband. I'm going to say the wrong word. <laughs> Did I say the wrong word? Y- y'all bear with me. It's the, it's the reflection of the glass. I was trying to say home, but I, I, I did say it. Okay. <laughs> that was the last one you need to go back to. Well, let's get back to the Bible. But we all can attest that we all had some bad and last condition. Can I see your hand? You had some last condition that were bad for you. Until you made up a mindset, I will not return back to a dead place. I won't play with darkness no more. I'm too old for that. Tired. I'm worn out. I don't have the energy for that. Man, you don't have no more. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm selling. Oh, man, everybody need to have some fun every now and then. Come on, bro. Come on, man. For the old school. Come on. Let's just do it for the old time. Well, that's how I know you don't know me. I don't do old time no more. I live in the present. See, old time is a seduce to get you back where you once were. That if you go do that, your condition changes again, and that last state is worse than the first. It's like coming to God and then you go back playing with the world again. Your condition is going to change. Matthew chapter 24, verse 7, verse 8. It says, for nation will rise against nation, that's people, and kingdom against kingdom, that's countries, and there will be famines and earthquakes, and where? That means places unusual, all, all over, different places. But all these things are merely the beginning of birth pain, of the intolerable anguish, and the time of unprecedented. Are we not living in unprecedented? The insurrection was the beginning. Because it took one man in the house to influence people to go do something they had no business doing. And it caused a havoc for this country. That we became a dis- we became dishonored by other countries. All over. How y'all gonna tell us how to run our country? Y'all can't control. That one person can lead millions of people away from a stand of order, of government, of righteousness, by influence. Unprecedented. We haven't touched the surface of what's about to happen in this nation, this land, because we are in unprecedented times. But the Bible forewarned us. Notice that peerless times shall come. Men should be lovers of themselves. More driven by their own inward power than by walking in the power. In verse 9, 
verse 10 says, At that time, many will be offended and repelled by their, by their association with me. No, I was looking at verse 10. At that time, many will be offended and repelled by their association with me and will fall away from the one whom they should trust and will betray one another. Have we not seen that lately? There was a time when the prophet voice spoke. The people followed. If a child got in trouble in the in the, in a, in a city, if the pastor spoke up for him, they would release that child. That's how we met Mother Hopkins, her daughter, granddaughter Kenya, was taken. Uh, I was riding. I just left the church, and I was going by making roads. I saw this cute little black female uh, being, you know, obtained. That's my word. Detained by law enforcement. I'm not against law enforcement. But it caught my attention, so I had my pastor roll. I rolled over there, investigated, asked him, you know, what, what was the situation. They was kind of responding to me. I said, well, I said would you trust it in my hand? I, I, we can call our parents, and uh, we can resolve it. But, you know, plus I knew that they had. So when the officer realized who I was and who I was, he kind of gave bleak. And he, he released her into, into my custody. I called Mother Hopkins. They came up, took her home. And what they did with her, I know the combination seemed to be straight. I didn't ask. I did a whip and go. I said, Are you good to go? You got to stay. Join the church. I said, Hello, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but my, my, my ability to influence, I have a name or a standard or character, allowed favor to take place in someone's life that I never knew. But my point is this. There was a time when the spokesman, spokesman of God would say something, and people did it. They respected it. They honored it. They didn't debate it. They didn't question it. They said, man, my man of God said it. My woman of God said it. Now they say, I don't know about my man of God. They questioned the, very, uh, uh, the, the position that the leader holds. When in time. It's the time when the devil sway you from listening to the voice of the ecclesiastic who's supposed to give you direction. Wow. And betray one another, hanging over, handing over believers to their persecutors, and will hate one another. Many false prophets will appear and mislead many. Look, verse 11 is a verse by itself. He said, many, no, one or two prophets. He tells you they false prophets. Many false prophets will appear and mislead many. Do we not see an influx of social media prophets, false prophets on the network? The latest one is now is file the Listerine you can't. Two prophets. One is a female prophetess. One is a male prophet. Are now telling people to go buy Listerine. That's what God said. So, value of Listerine going to go up. So, the Listerine will have some holocaust. One person going to buy all the Listerine they can. But no one saw true prophets or true men of God, women of God, they hear these folks who are all about money. 
after you do that, has has cash at me, blah, blah, blah. False prophets in the land, guys. They give them false information. False revelation. It says peace. God says, no, it's no peace. It's storm. They say, they say you know, God said, it's the year of prosperity. You don't survive because of stimulus. This is the year of recovery. We ain't started yet. But the real prophets are telling the people, come out of yourselves. Return back to your, to, to your first love. Go back to your faithfulness to God. Serve God with a whole heart. Stop playing with God. Be real about your faith. Don't compromise. That's the voice of the real prophet. All prophets tell you, yeah, it's okay to be you. Just have fun even now. But most of us would rather hear that voice than hear this voice. This voice is telling you, you cannot play Russian roulette with your faith. This voice is telling you, no, don't be half step with God. This voice is telling you, don't, don't pretend, don't play with the fire. This voice is telling you, live a righteous life. This voice is telling you, serve God wholeheartedly. This voice is telling you, be faithful to and committed to your post. The false prophets tell you, doesn't God speak to all of us? If God spoke to all of us, then why am I speaking? I'm up three in the morning seeking the face of the Father to bring a word to a current people, if you already know. And because lawlessness is increased, the love of most people will grow cold. Now pick up the next because lawlessness is increased, the love of most people will grow cold. We're in the cold winter stage of love. Tina Turner was, but love has, has everything. When love is no longer the anchor of our whole soul, then we don't have it. When we can't love beyond a man's fault, we don't have it. When we can't love beyond what we heard, we never was in love. When your love cannot stand the test of time, you don't have love. hurt. Love get wounded. Yeah, why did Jesus? Love makes the sacrifice. Well, I like you won't. See, that's a love and that's an in love. The Bible said God so love. He said love. He so love. That's intimate. That he gave his only, only God. That whosoever just believe, listen, he said, just believe, just believe. He should not be. And we're living in a treacherous time, a troubling time, where we question the authenticity of who God is. Because we listen to everything but the right thing. If you listen to a conspiracy, it always goes against what is right. And we fall for it. We fall for some of the most silly stuff on the planet. And yet we claim ourselves to be religious people. I'll tell you today, I said boldly, I am not a religious man. I'm a born-again believer. Looking for a religious person, I'm not the man. I can't do that. I'm a Born again, born fire, love Jesus. Go to the mountain, my father. Won't compromise. Won't. I don't shun people. I don't reject people. But I don't play with people. 
Everybody walk out of this church and we ain't coming back no more because I can't deal with that preacher that no more. Well, God bless you. I preach to the preacher there this day. There's a people who wants to hear the voice of the prophet that's telling the truth. And there's a people who want engineers to entertain them. But listen, we're not in entertainment time. We're in hard time. We're in troubling time. People are dying from babies to senior citizens, all because people are rebelling against the things of God. We don't have a COVID issue. We have a rebellion issue. Corona's been around a long time. We just got a corona heart. We won't yield. We stand on our own wrong when we know we're wrong. And we're too prideful to say, Lord, help me not to be here. Help me to change my behavior. Help me to change my mindset. But I'd rather prove you wrong. I stand my position. Hell or high water, creep across, sink or swim. I don't give a blanket and blanket. That's the mindset that some believers have. About it. I know you're not used to hearing a preacher preach like this, but this is the way it is. Stop trying to stop playing with the with, with the uh with the soul of people. Let me turn back to our first slide. Have you ever been in law enforcement? I'm quite sure it's painful. So you gotta deal with people who act out of control. We make it a black and white thing. It's called sin. It's called rebellion. It's like if a law enforcement pulls you over. Why are you going to be rebellious? Why are you trying to fight? Well, they do it. I get, well, you get killed. I know my rights. Don't you know the rights of God? A soft answer to the way around. Love and kindness, I would draw them. Sometimes we put ourselves in position, predicament, because we don't yield, because we're so rebellious. We're rebellious people. I said, people, I ain't talking about black people. I thought humanity is rebellious. We all get rebellious from time to time. Every night they got to bring you down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come, whoa, come down here. You're going too far. You're saying too much. You, you're being too judgmental. Because you don't do it anymore, but you've done some things that you just should have done. But don't get, too, don't get beside yourself. Now, people do the easy in the church. Get beside themselves. You'll see, they did me. They sure got like I did. They want to be in a position and they, they pay time like I did. Wait, whatever time you did pay time. You just came to church. If they worship God like I do, whatever time you didn't worship God, you can't look for women and men. See how, how we get beside ourselves so easily? All oh, because we think we've arrived. You have not arrived. You got to remember the enemy is trying to seduce you from your first love with craziness. There were times things that people did, you said, oh, he was, he was appalled by it. Now you seem to be comfortable. If it ain't, we're judging the, the gay people, homosexual people, we're judging the junk, the junk, the drunkards. We're judging the prostitutes. We're judging this. Why don't we just let God do what God does by loving kindness to our drunk? He can draw the homosexual. He can draw the prostitute. He can draw the liar. You can, you can draw the bastard behavior. All of us have been something. So stop acting like you haven't done anything. But start saying, Lord, help me to be a person that can draw people and not be seduced back to my old behavior no more. So that liar, that drug addict child is somebody's child. He's 30 years old, but he's still somebody's child. 
that, that person committed the crime, steal somebody's child. Wrong or right, steal somebody's child. That's my love. Too, uh, uh, too legit to quit. That's there. But what we felt as a church is that we so quick to put the dagger, so quick to, to condemn, so quick to find a judge until it become up. All about being valued. We got a rebel spirit in the land. This TV, I'm going to show where it's coming. And I'm going to tell you where many of us are playing into it with. The rebel is the person that goes against the Sabbath authority. People brag, I'm a rebel. I'm a rebel. Yeah, do you know what you call yourself? You say you're against authority, established, against order. Sound good. I'm a rebel for Jesus. No, you're not, Jesus. No, you're not. You know, you're not a rebel for me. I don't need no rebel. That kid, I could have I called Legion of Angels down that took care of the situation I was in on the earth. If I'm not being a rebel, why are you being a rebel? I'm done. I'm done. That's it. That's it. And look at that. He's done. He's done. I'm going to say, as you come with me, honey, in this 30 years of pastoring, has not always been easy. And it has come with some challenges, it has come with some decisions that I have had to make. And, um, and I'm in the process of making some decisions again about my life and work. And that decision, I, I want to I I carry out the, the full mission of God for this ministry. I, I want to see world changes be that church, that ministry, that demonstrate who God is. Not by popularity, not by the numbers of people that are here, but by our love for God. And I love one for another. I'm going to challenge you. Love each other like we love you. I never asked you to do anything for me that I wouldn't do for you. I'm not money hungry. I'm not uh, trying to establish a name for myself. All that's already done. God's already provided. God's provided. So what I want to provide for you this day is change the way you think. Where you process stuff that goes in. Stop being your bite and start being his. Jesus says to, to Peter, as you said, Wednesday, he says, you know, if you're going to be a servant, the greatest among you is the one that serves. If you don't know how to serve, you'll never be great. And the great he was talking about is not great to be, I'm it, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the branded name. No, no. And as a prophet, I see what's coming down. I'm telling you. It's not time to be enemies with each other. It's not time to have our, our issue with people. Let your yay be yay, your nay be nay. Oh, no man that be loved. Treat your fellow man the way you want to be treated. Love thy neighbor as thy love is thy Understand, we live in fearless times, troubling, unprecedented. My question to you is what you and I 
People say, I'm going to pray about it. You haven't even prayed. I'm going to fast about it. You can't fast because you can think about food. I'm, I'm going to wait on the Lord and you keep moving. I'm going to move in silence, but we see everything you do. Everything you say. Only when we say, Lord, today I make confession. I I need to look beyond some fault, others. I should look beyond. I no longer want to be a judge. See, I want to love the way I'm talking to you, Rachel. You need God. Do something different. I don't want that old condition. I don't want to be a rebel. I don't want to be rebellious. The Bible says rebellion is the sign of witchcraft. May not agree, but my God, I could be in disagreement. I said something with a family member of mine. I said, I pray that we can agree to this and be correct. Because I'm not going to agree with you. So I don't just go along and get along. I just do what God And I need you to do life. If you're in law enforcement, stand if you're in law enforcement. I got to send out this. This prophetic covering of God. May God cover you and God assure you with a God of protection. There is a darkness in this city that's going to get dark. And it's going to require God to cover you up. But the enemy is going to come like left and right. It's going to be as though the south against the north against the south. It's going to be as though uh, the gains against Establish, but no harm should come. You'll be covered. You'll go home to your family every night. You're going to help some of these individuals come out of the country. We got a lot of mental illness going on. People just don't do stuff. But we got a lot of demonic influence. People being seduced to go against established They're not like me. They just want to protect. My question is, will you pray them with the prayer? Would you pray, pray for these brothers? Will you pray that God keep them, take them home to their family? Pray that they can not be uh, uh, struck with uh, bad memories or precious things that they've seen. Father, thank you for coming. In Jesus' name, I seal this seal of life protection, God, around these men. Faith, men of law enforcement. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise. Thank you so much. Who ever thought that we would have to have this in the blood? Who ever thought we would have to have this? That's we didn't see this two years ago. We didn't see this. You said something but we didn't know exactly. But I tell you, there's something that's coming down the pipe that you always say, prophet said. And what's about to happen is about to manifest, not just in this city. This country has to repent of its When I say country, I'm talking about the church so-called God. 
the most separated entity on Sunday. Don't don't point at that church. Don't point at that church. The church is you, not the building. So, if what I said this morning has rest in your heart, and you say to yourself, "Gospel," then gospel. We all are in agreement. That we can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Gotta get some. Put your hands on your hand over your heart. This is the life. Put your hand on your mind. This is the thinking process. These two need to be. You know what Jesus says to the apostles? He says, Cast on every imagination that all itself against the knowledge of God. Then he says, Out of the heart coming for what? Guys, we got a heart and a mind. This way. Why you are troubled? Why you can't sleep? Why you can't flush, frustrated? But your mind is troubled and your heart is troubled. I release you of that in Jesus. Your heart and mind be delivered by Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The name of Jesus, the only name that man can possibly say, I release the power of Jesus in your life. I rekindle the fire in your heart. I restore the love of God in your soul. That your love and your forgiveness. Your love. You look beyond the faults. You don't see white. You don't see color. You see. Repeat to me, Father. I believe. I'm I thank you for saving me. I no longer do me. I no longer seek greatness. I just seek you that I may find. And now that I found you, I stand on your foundation. I'm going to love my neighbor as I love myself. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to release. And I'm going to be free. I'm free today in mind, in heart, and in soul, in my well-being. In Jesus' name, come on, give God the best hand clap of praise that you know of. <laughs> Glory to God.